If you've ever wanted to create a killer online course, then this is for you. Welcome to episode three of the Trust Your Hustle podcast. This is the Trust Your Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Trucks, former foster child turned NFL athlete, American Ninja Warrior, and serial entrepreneur. Each episode, I am honored to bring you an incredible human being who will share with you their life experiences and perspectives to help you go from surviving to thriving in your life when you learn how to trust your hustle. So buckle up and get ready for the ride. It's go time. Dr. Kerry Rose is an educator, entrepreneur, and keynote speaker, a thinkific expert, and notably one of Huffington Post's must-follow women entrepreneurs in 2017. She holds an educational doctorate in educational leadership from the University of Central Florida, wrote her doctoral dissertation on professional development, and is best known for innovative teaching strategies and methodology. Her current research is in course completion rates and connecting online course development with the science of learning. Her methods have been shared with Neil's Yard Remedies, the National Main Street Organization, JetBlue, and more. Currently, she works with entrepreneurs, online marketers, and businesses around the world to provide the highest quality of learning strategies with the greatest amount of impact on a variety of different platforms. Please welcome Dr. Carrie Rose. All right, and we're back. Episode three with, with Carrie Rose. Man, I am looking forward to this one. I, me and Carrie have known each other for a couple of years now, and uh, she actually spoke at my event, Renew University, in 2016. So uh, I am excited to have her share with you guys not only what it is she does in this world, but also her soul, because she's one of the warmest, most awesomest people. She has a, a super cute, like, giggly laugh that she'll do, I'm sure, multiple times. Um, but Carrie, thank you for coming on the show today. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I think it's important to bring your laugh track with you so that you don't have to edit it in. You yeah, see? So I'm saving it. you work, Anthony. Oh, it's helping me, man. That's all I need. Everybody okay. help me out. I get going. I do all this stuff on my own. So it's, it's always good to at that. Um, I want to uh, hop right into it. Like, what is it that you do in this world that makes you so amazed? What's your superpower? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I think my superpower probably comes from my... Um, my greatest moments of weakness, you know? Um, so just to, to give you the, the whole scoop. Um, so my superpower is really, you know, taking content and attaching it to human learning. So not just like giving people information, but how do we actually make them have some sort of a transformation from that? Mm -hmm. um, and it goes back to when I was uh, four to the time I was 10. So about six years, I had something called selective mutism. So I barely spoke um, for six years. I'm also dyslexic. I was a lefty that they tried to, well, they trained to be a right-handed person. So now yeah. I still can't like write a straight line or cut, but um, <laughs> everything else is good. Yeah. Um, but I started uh, fifth grade not knowing how to read. And I had one teacher take me from that to the highest standardized test score that school had seen in one year's time. And so what I found was there's a difference between what's average yeah. um, when it comes to teaching and a difference in what's possible when it comes to teaching. Mm -hmm. Right. And that really has a lot to do with learning strategies and how we move the needle for another human being. So I spent 10 years in public ed, just completely obsessed with learning strategies. I've been able to take that information um, now coupled with another obsession into uh, course completion rates and how to improve those and 
kind of interweave the two inside of online courses. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I can attest, like you were a person that taught me how to teach. Uh, most people hey. don't know this, but we spent <laughs> 60, like might've been like 60 plus hours on the phone developing uh, my 12 week course from a university for people in the business space. And you were the, the, the brain behind the operation, but you guys, man, she is a, a one incredible heart. She cares about this work. It's not just something she does. But man, like the things you taught me have helped me be able to build my brand, my business and impact a ton of lives. In fact, when I first saw you, like the completion rate for courses was like maybe 3%. And then my completion rate was like 96%. It was crazy. Boom. Yeah. I didn't know it was 96. I thought it was 90, homie. All right. I'm yeah, going to be telling people that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and they became you know, customers and I turned that in. It, it made that, that course made over, you know, six figures in and of itself, just doing some simple stuff, I feel. Um, so let's get at this. I, I want to know what it means for you to trust your hustle. Oh, golly. You know, I think it's that you have to know that what you're doing is where you're supposed to be, you mm. know? And I don't know if you, if you watch a whole lot of Oprah, I don't actually watch as much Oprah as I probably should, but there was one clip that I saw going around on Facebook and it, it was kind of like, you know, if you're not on your right path, you're going to get some signs, you yeah. know, you're going to, you're going to find out really quickly if you're not. Um, so d don't really worry about it too much. Like, okay, am I doing the right thing? Just, you have to keep, going <laughs> just keep going and in that inertia inspiration will come to you you will find out you know quickly if you're not and what i mean by that is i don't know if i ever told you this anthony but i actually outran a train once no. did i ever share that with you no you have not here we go yeah it was kind of scary so <laughs> it was like that was one of my big moments of oh my god i'm not doing the right thing there's something yeah. else that i should be doing um but i was listening to an audible and for some reason, the Bluetooth wasn't connecting to my car. So I had my earbuds in, which is just bad driving, right? Yeah, um, yeah totally. So I'm at a, uh, a train track in yeah. Winter Park, Florida. And the way the stop sign was positioned, the stop sign was on the other side of where the choo -choo 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 thing yeah. goes down, right? right? And so I'm on the other side of it. And I don't hear anything because I have the audible in my ear. Yeah. And I look across and I see... The thing going down on the other side, the bar is coming down and yeah. this car on the other side goes around it. And I was like, wow, that's really, that's really irresponsible. Like there's me sitting in judgment, right? Going, yeah. oh my God, this is hugely irresponsible. Why did they do that? Like they could have just waited and I'm going, oh my God. And I look behind me and I'm on the other side of oh, the bar. Yeah. So the bar is behind me and uh -huh. I look down and the train's coming and I don't know at this point how far on either end the train extends. Mm -hmm. So I'm like sitting there going, okay, I could sit here. But my potential possibility, if I sit here, is to have get stuck on the train and you know dragged down the tracks for you know how many miles and potentially yeah. die that way, mm -hmm. or go. <laughs> yeah. And literally, I hit the gas and outran the train. I somehow made it to the other side. Wow. I I don't know how God saved me that day, but I got to the other side of it. And when I did, I was like, what am I not looking at? Mm -hmm. What <laughs> what am yeah. I not examining here that I need to be thinking about differently? And if I look back to that moment in time, it was a moment where I was starting to find my purpose, but I wasn't 100% in it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, you know, if you, not that you'll have to outrun a train, but if you're not in the place of purpose, you're going to see signs, you're going to notice clues. It's not like you're just left here and, you know, okay, just flounder around y'all and figure this out. You know, but if you know that you're on point and you know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you just have to let that inertia go and just like keep moving in that direction. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't I didn't know that story, but it actually rings yeah. true. I mean, there's a lot of times that I guess probably in life where we're, we're listening to our headphones and life is going on around us and we're not realizing this thing coming up behind us. It's nuts. So yeah, I barely drive now. I really just don't. Yeah, right. Lashawn's probably like, I'm not gonna let you no. drive the car. So, no, pretty much. <laughs> so I know that in life we all have these uh, these amazing places. Like now, you get to do some incredible things with some amazing people. You make an amazing impact, uh, and it's it's fun to watch you grow. I get your emails consistently now, which I'm loving to see. At a time, I know there's a place where we all were, which is surviving. Uh, mm-hmm. I would love for you to share with people, like, I, I guess that dark time, if you want to call it that, where were you at when you were just surviving in life? What did it feel like? <sighs> I, I think of that as my moments before waking up, really. Um, not that anyone from the outside would notice anything. You yeah. know, I, I tell people I drove a minivan and they're like, ooh, why'd you do that? Like, that's the worst, <laughs> you know, response. Yeah. But in my, in my life at that moment in time, I enjoyed driving the minivan. I, you know, worked for 10 years in public education um, with lots of children that I helped, um, you know, and I had like what would uh, on the outside be the perfect family life, you know? Yeah. Um, but when it came to, when it came to being where I should be, you know, when it came to um, understanding the world around me, mm-hmm. um, I was just really sleepwalking. You know, and so when you say surviving to me, it's like I look back on that time and, and there's sometimes when I go back there, I'm like, oh, you know, this is it was so happy and it was so beautiful. And then there's other times when I go back there and I'm just like, but you weren't smiling. You didn't you didn't have joy for what you were doing. You weren't joyful. Um, and then that moment that those are the times where I really feel like I was, you know, really just just surviving, just, you know, existing, yeah. you know, I mean, are there other times where I was struggling more? I could definitely say yes. I mean, I've, I've outlived some crazy things, but um, when it comes to what I think everyone else could relate to or really understand, you know, you can probably look at your life and go, yeah, those were moments that I was just, you know, you ever get up in the morning and you're like, oh, I'm just sleptwalk through the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, how did that happen? <laughs> I know that you feeling know? myself for sure. I mean, a lot of people I think get to that place and there's people I'm sure listening right now. They're like, yeah, I feel like that. And it's, if you don't know what it feels like, it feels like you're just not alive. Like you're just not like excited and you're not living in this place. You're like, man, just joyous, I believe. And, yeah. and you're out of that place. Apparently just by your laugh mm. and how you look, you're out of that place. So <laughs> if know. I showed you a before and after picture of what I looked like back then to what I look like now, like 10 years ago, I look 10 years older than I do now. It's crazy. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll send you a text. Yeah, you got to send me. I got to put it in the show notes. Like, this is Carrie oh, before. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so oh my gosh. to get out of this place. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know we all go through different stages, and, and I believe we go through three steps: the trust, trustful steps, as you see, sacrifice, sustain. The C area is, I think you've already kind of touched on it, but the area where you saw things that were holding you back, and then mm-hmm. where you saw opportunity, like that allowed you to say, "I'm hopefully going to be able to go in this next stage." So, what do you think you saw was holding you back, and what did you see that was an opportunity to pursue? So, what really happened, and I call it kind of divine intervention, right? Like, you know, someone was put on my path. So I happened to go to a world of beer one night while I was working in my doctoral, uh, in my doctoral program. Yeah. I was writing my dissertation on professional development. So I'm seeing myself at this point in time going to work for the Department of Education, mm-hmm. uh, which was a very like rigid kind of future. Yeah. I go to the world of beer <laughs> and I meet three guys that were heavy into the internet marketing space. Mm-hmm. Um, Two of them took over, um, TJ Irway and Matt Crystal had taken over magnetic sponsoring from Mike Dillard. Uh-huh. Um, and Jesse Jameson 
is with HeyNow Interactive. I think he's now, I want to say, working with um, My Lead System Pro. But like really old school internet marketers, um, yeah. been not old, like old, but like have been doing it for years, very yeah. successful in it. Um, and I was really... Uh, lucky, fortunate, um, that they said things that I didn't understand. So it made me questions. Like they yeah. just said things like SEO, affiliate marketing. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but that made me want to know. And then really fortunate that they kind of introduced me to the online marketing space. Um, one of them actually kind of mentored me. Um, so he started showing me more and more online courses. Mm -hmm. um, and he also told me about an event that I needed to go to called Unleash the Power Within, which was yeah. a Tony Robbins um, entry event, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, and so that event woke me up to quite a few things that weren't working <laughs> and really made me recognize my internal power. I mean, in the event you walk through fire, so you can do that. You feel like you can do anything. Yeah. Um, later on, I crewed the event and I actually worked the special needs lane and watched a man with one leg hop through fire unassisted. Wow. So he did it on his own. So for me, that moment was more impactful than any of my fire walking experiences. Yeah. Um, just being able to see that kind of testament to the human spirit. But it's amazing. Yeah, that event definitely, I was like, the, these things aren't working. They're causing me to be miserable, to miss out on joy. And like, what am I doing with my life? Mm -hmm. Really? <laughs> you wow. know? So yeah. where did you see that the ability to change? Because I mean, some people get in that place, they see all this craziness and you kind of had this yeah. opportunity. So what was the thing that, that gave you this light of the end of the tunnel kind of feeling? <sighs> um... I took a leap where others probably wouldn't have. So almost immediately afterwards, so that was like uh, November, by January, I quit my job and was on my way to getting a divorce. Wow. So like drastic changes. Um, I would never suggest doing both of those at the same time. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I think it takes a special kind of person to survive that. So I pat myself on the back for it, but I don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... Um, you know, I was just willing to, when you talk about sacrifice, I was willing to sacrifice everything to ultimately have happiness. And like, it's hard for us as parents too, because it's like, we don't, you know, for me, I had stayed in a marriage that I wasn't happy with for years, knowing that I wasn't happy with it yeah. um, for years, because I, as a child of divorce, I didn't want my children to have that in their house it, or their life or their, you know, their knowledge, you know, um, their experience. And I had to look at it like, okay, but if I'm not happy, what am I teaching them? Yeah. I'm teaching them to not be happy. <laughs> like, what am I showing them from yeah. this? You know, so for me, it became, this isn't really what I want to show them. And I'm really glad that I made that decision. You know, now um, my ex is happily remarried and I am happily engaged. And it's yeah. like, that's a different, you know, my kids are now seeing people that are happy happy <laughs> and it is kind of important for them because i don't want them to sleepwalk through life either right yeah. I, I get it i fully get it i mean i'm, I'm a, a person that, that i have been divorced i'm not back with my ex in an odd turn of events but i know that feeling for me it was the same thing i, I would rather have somebody be uh, around two separate happy people than two people that are unhappy together bad thing to see yeah uh, but again it's just my perspective and i agree with yours right. it's like the only way so you, you did the sacrifice then you really did like you oh my gosh <laughs> And, and now, yeah. if you wouldn't mind, like rattle off some of the things you've accomplished. Okay. So, um, well, my book will be published January 8th, 
So um, yeah, so that's kind of an accomplishment. Um, I've kind already, of. yeah, it's kind of a big deal. I'm that's excited. Awesome. Um, I was listed in the Huffington Post as one of 50 must follow women entrepreneurs for 2017. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know if anybody's following me, but if you're not following me yet, come on. Come uh, on now's on. the time. We only have a couple more weeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I spoke on your stage. I spoke at Reach Live. I yeah. spoke at NorCal Fitness Summit. I'll be speaking mm -hmm. at JFIS at JVology coming up in February. Yeah. Um, I've created now multiple courses, not just for clients, but now for myself, we'll be heading into another course launch next month. Yeah. Um, I travel, I do what I want pretty yeah. much. I, I don't take clients unless I like them. <laughs> I've started, yeah. <laughs> <a good> idea. <laughs> you know, like I only work with people that make me happy. Yeah. Um, and I get to hang out with my fiance all day. That's awesome. So yeah, that's like, honestly, that's probably my highlight is having him as my partner and, um, yeah. Yeah, He's getting awesome. to be there for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard him, he's done some awesome work for me also. And so I, I, yeah. I wanted that to be part of the thing that led in the next pieces of this because I think um, to get those things wasn't easy. And there's things you have to sacrifice. Obviously, there's some things you sacrifice that aren't the greatest, obviously. What are some things you think you sacrifice that other people don't to get to the place you're at now? I would burn it all to the ground to get to where I am now. I did it before and I do it again. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, in order to get that way, you almost have to have some sort of extreme faith mm -hmm. that everything's going to be fine. It, it was always fine. It will always yeah. be fine, you know? And I think that there are a lot of people that aren't willing to sacrifice, you know? When I talk to people about their goals for their business or for their family or for their whatever and like what they want, I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to do to get there? Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you know, I don't even, uh, if you ask like, hey, can you work on this extra whatever at night while you're working full time? Oh, no, I don't have the time. You know, like <laughs> you yeah, start to see like answers right away and excuses and where things come up. And it's like, literally, you know, I don't have that anymore. Like, I don't. I've also had periods of my time, like when I was getting my doctorate, I was working full time, raising two small kids, you know, and traveling like an hour and a half between my house and the campus, like wow. two to three nights a week. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And still having to read like three textbook size books every week. <laughs> like It was insanity, you know? So like for me, uh, I don't have it that the good things don't come with some sort of sacrifice, yeah. right? Or being able to walk through the fire or to burn things down if you have to, yeah. you know, but it's, it's for, it's for what matters, mm -hmm. right? And if you don't have clarity on like what that is or what you want or what you want to see as far as your vision, I wouldn't suggest like, oh, let's just sacrifice everything like willy nilly, you know, but like get some clarity around that. Um, and if something presents itself, you know, don't be afraid of it. You know, like when you were born, did you have the job that you had? <laughs> You know, no, you kind of made it. Like, did yeah. you have the house that you had? No. I mean, all these things you created. So if you've created everything that you have right now, could you do that again? Yeah. Could you create something better? Mm -hmm. I like it. You know? It's almost, uh, I think the best way I can, I'm always thinking about one way to sum it up for people that you sacrifice your comfort zone. Cool. You're talking mm -hmm. about is what people get comfortable doing. I get comfortable with this house and I know this, and I don't want to lose our, I don't want to get up in the morning and have to drive an hour and a half or at night, read these textbooks. Like this all is going to work, right? You sacrifice that comfort zone because in my perspective, you probably had a vision of what you wanted your comfort level to be later on, which mm -hmm. is that, that degree that gets you a career that gets you what you're doing now. Like it's not by accident. People it actually takes yeah. work. <laughs> you know? 
So what are you going to sustain this? I mean, this is something you've been able to sustain for a long period of time. I mean, not only that, that mindset, but also that, that success level. And you're still climbing. This is the beginning. Like you're, you're climbing up. Yeah, oh, top, top five next year. <laughs> right? Oh. So <laughs> what do you think are, uh, get them on a phone. I'll get them on a the phone. I'm going to call her. Hey, right. I'll, yeah, I'll put the top. Okay. What are the things that you do, you think specifically that are traits other people, maybe that they should learn or are things specific to you? that have allowed you to sustain not only that drive, but also like the, the passion you have for the work you do? Um, okay, so I approach everything as data, right? Numbers are data, situations are data, like yeah. this conversation is data. So for me, it's more about uh, constantly looking at, is this working or is this not working? Mm, okay. So I could say that that for me is like the one like, okay, the one through line through everything that I do is just examining the results of it. Yeah. But like really and truly, I, I feel like so many times I'm just figuring this out, you know, and I'm kind of okay with that. You know, I, I, I was telling you before the call, I'm like, oh yeah, I finally started affirmations. I heard about affirmations years ago and like never did them. I thought they were a bunch of hooey. And yeah. now I'm like writing my affirmations down each 10 times every morning and I feel freaking happy every day. And like my fiance is like, wow, you're even more joyful. And I'm like, yes, yeah. you know, so um, I, that's working now. I've given up coffee now, but I've also given up sugar before I track things, you know, differently than I did before. Like each time I'm like looking for another iteration. So mm -hmm. I guess for that, I don't expect myself to be done. I never expect myself to be this finished project yeah. or this, you know, this Mona Lisa, right? Like I don't expect the finished work of art. Now I expect myself to be like the iPhone. Mm -hmm. I expect myself to be like, this is this version. And then the next iteration is going to be even better. And what does that take to get there? Yeah, I like that. And I think one of the big things I'm hearing within this is you have a process you're, you're actively and consciously putting in place. Because some people get up and hope it all pans out, but you have a process in place you can tweak. Absolutely. I mean, well, the thing is like that process changes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, okay, it's like, is this working? No, this isn't working. Okay, well, scrap that, do this. <laughs> Let's try that, mm -hmm. you know? And that would be, I think the, the main, again, the main through line there is just completely looking at it, evaluating it, tweaking and moving on. And not being afraid to burn it all down. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, I say a light, light of match to everything, people. But sometimes <laughs> you got to step back. And I think we get to this point. I've talked about it before, but that investment bias. We're so deep into this thing. We can't shift you know, direction and go. And I think nowadays in our new day and age, you can literally do whatever you can cock in your brain and work hard enough to get. But you have to have that, that sense of like, hey, it's possible. Burn a boat and then roll. Absolutely. I mean, we're so attached to what we've been told, right? Like we're so attached to that old model. And, you know, like I talk about my parents sometimes and they're like, they're, they're awesome people. Like, I don't want any, you know, any, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a few things about my dad, but it's not any negative about yeah. him, but he worked really, really hard. Both him and my stepmom, they really had that whole like spirit of capitalism thing. And yeah. they, they worked really hard their whole lives to get to a point where they could eventually retire and they have, mm -hmm. um, buy their house in Florida and they did and buy an RV and travel the, travel the country for about six months out of the year. And they're doing yeah. it. And I think that that's really awesome because a lot of people who have that vision even don't make it there, right? Yeah. So they, they were able to do that. And now they've gotten to a point where they're finally at the place of enjoyment. They're like, mm -hmm. they used to commute, like each of them had like, my, well, my stepmom had like a three hour commute each day up in New Jersey. Like this, yeah. is, this is insanity what they used to do for work. Mm -hmm. They were really, really hard. But now they're there and my dad has had pneumonia twice in the last six months. Oh, no good. And I'm like, I know. I'm like, dude, will you stop getting pneumonia? <laughs> like, <laughs> just stop that. Yeah. But, you know, like at what point, uh, you know, at what point did those, 
do we start looking at our dreams differently? Like, is your dream for someday or is your dream now? And if your dream's for now, then you can have it, but what are you going to do to get it? Yeah. I'm going to change right now. And it is uh, on my website for my gym. This website says one day or day one. Yeah. Shoot. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I like that one because for me, I'm always thinking about like, am I get this one day? Am I get it done? Or am I do it down? Like, and I think that's when you can just simply make the decision. Now you give yourself the opportunity to start looking at ways to get better at different things. And you can help people get amazing at different things also. I'd love for you to share with people what it is you do that you can actually help them with. Oh, well, thank you. And actually, can I share one little thing oh, real quick you, too? It's your show. You know, cause I did, hey. Seriously, I was just thinking about it yesterday too. Cause like, you know, so many times we put up that hard thing that we have to do. We're like, oh, okay. Like we don't want to do this hard thing. This is so hard. I yeah. had it in my head cause my book's about to be published and I'm doing a checklist that goes with the book so that people can like, like look at their course through the checklist yeah. and just see if they have everything. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm going, this checklist is going to be so hard to do. Oh my gosh, this is going to take forever. And then finally I was just like, I don't know. LaShawn was busy. He couldn't do the thing I, I needed to talk to him about. And I was like, all right, let me just do this checklist. Mm -hmm. I was down in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like this thing that I put in my head is this massively difficult thing really wasn't that difficult at all. Yeah. You know? So when you're looking at it, when you're talking about like the day one or one day, like if, even if you have it in your head that it's like, oh, this is going to be so painful. Like, no, it's probably not. Strip the bandaid off. Yeah. <laughs> you I know? Agree. I just before I got in this call was in the exact same thing. So I'm launching this uh, program called Thrive and Thrive's mm -hmm. literally all how, how about in your own terms to be a to clarity, to get confidence, understand what steps to take to take action. Right. And one of the things I'm going to be giving people is this quick clarity course, like something you can do to get clear on your idea. And I was like, I got to figure this out and I got to get it all organized. And I was like, let me sit down and do this. It took me five minutes to get the exact content flow before I created so five minutes. Done. And I hop in the call here. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, most people, when they come to me to create a course, I'm like, well, how long have you been thinking about doing this? Oh, like six months or a year. And I'm like, you know, you could do that in a few days. Yeah. Like literally you could do this in a few days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so, yeah. And Absolutely. you can help them create courses. I mean, I now tell people how I they can do. work with you to help them take this idea. Maybe they're listening, like, hey, I've been thinking about creating something. How do they take the next step? Yeah. So I've been doing course intensives, really, like, you know, fly to Orlando, four mm -hmm. days, we knock it out. Yeah. And that is it because it's just for me, like you were one of my favorite clients because you were like so driven to get it done. Mm -hmm. But I see so many people that like stop short of launching or stop short of finishing. Yeah. It's just, it's painful because like every time I get invested in these people and it's like, I want to see their baby come to life, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, ah, uh, and they're just not, ah, uh, and then they disappear or they don't follow through or do the one thing that they need to do. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. yeah. So now our business model is really primarily focused around course intensives, one-on-one -on -one or small group model. Um, to help people get their courses out. I'm also publishing the completed course. You can find that at thecompletedcourse.com mm -hmm. on, uh, I almost said August, January 8th. Yeah. <laughs> and so this book is just a deep dive into course completion rates and how to raise them. Because like we said, I think, I think we may have said this, they're like three to 5% on average in a $255 billion industry. So yeah. the book is all on, yeah, it's nuts. The book is all on that. And then I'm also launching coursebots.com. So all of my course builds now use Facebook Messenger bots to yep. run alongside of the course. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be launching next month as well. So it's kind of a big, like, I'm like, yay, holidays, big January. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I think I, just you guys know the course completion thing is huge because most yeah. people don't understand like if, if you can't get a customer, you know, it's been a lot of money to get a customer in and they mm -hmm. take your course, but if they don't finish it, they're not going to be a potential all the time for an upsell. 
And upsell is yeah. big if you want to continue to keep your business growing and serving people at a higher level. And so if they don't finish your stuff, they're not going to buy the next thing. So find a way to do great stuff that so finish it, which is exactly what's going to be in your book. And I'm excited you're going to put that out there because more people, more people need that. So Carrie, yes. what is on your heart that you would want to share with people from a business standpoint, a heart standpoint, whatever it is that you want to leave people with? Do the thing. <laughs> That's good. You know, honestly, like whatever the thing is that you think you that you think uh, is out of your reach or whatever you think is like not going to work for you or whatever you think is like, you know, your major roadblock, just go out and do it. Just try something to work through it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I promise that more often than not, we make, we make mountains out of molehills, right? Like we make these things larger than we are. And I promise you, you are given all of infinite grace and wisdom inside of your very being. I mean, we are electrical beings. (laughs) You can create whatever you want to create. You just have to start. Dig it. I dig it. And I fully, I am Anthony Trucks and I support this message. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I know that for me, I I took a bunch of notes because I'm like listening. I'm like, gosh, these are all like, sometimes things we hear, we don't always implement because they just think we lose them. But I love that you brought some ideas back for me. Uh, And I know anybody listening right now, grab some great information. And you guys are out there. If you are in any way, shape or form thinking about creating some course, bringing information to the world, reach out to Carrie, thecompletedcourse.com. Is that right? TheCompletedCourse.com. Yes. Go there, get information. She is amazing and a great, the work she does is amazing and she'll generally help you do what you do so, so much better. So that is it. Anthony Truck signing off. Thank you again so much for spending your time with me. Well, if you couldn't tell, I enjoyed that interview. And honestly, I really hope you did too. Carrie has an amazing heart and amazing skill to do it as she does in this world. So if you're a person that's trying to improve your position in life by creating something great for the world, and it has to do with online courses, I highly recommend you reach out to her. And if you have any questions, any way I can help you, reach out to me. But I truly, truly hope you create something amazing with your life and do something great with the information you learn. The only way to make it happen is to do something. So that's it. Anthony Trucks, signing off. Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Abraham Lincoln once said, Things may come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. It's time to come alive and become who you were put on this planet to be. Your life is not an accident. You were created for something incredible. But the only one who can create that person is you. So I challenge you to dig deep and show the world what you know you're capable of so you don't rob the world of the gift of you. There are two types of people in this world, those who work and those who watch them work. Make sure you bow for your audience. This is Anthony Truck signing off and reminding you to trust your hustle.